0: All right, we are back to podcast, and uh, I appreciate the Lord. Good day that we've had; it's certainly been a blessing. Uh, The storms, storms of life that He's in control of, uh, that we get through, and uh, I'm so so grateful uh, for God supplying, taking care of needs, and uh, just all that He's got in store for us. God is good, and he's good all the time, and um, I'm very grateful to him, and I love him, and we go to Psalm 37, I'm going to close this psalm out, it's a two-parter, um, we we are going through the psalms, learning about prayer in the psalms, and uh, this one uh, is, is again, one of my selected, if I were to write a book, you know, I would select psalms. I've actually wrote a, a, a commentary um, as my thesis paper in Bible college to get to, to obtain my doctorate degree. And it, it, the commentary was on the, uh, the psalms. It was a commentary on the psalms. But it was selected psalms. It was not exhaustive. I want to say, I can't even remember... How many words it had to be, so I had to limit it in, you know, to uh, to the wording word count in the in the requirements. So it was selected psalms, but this is uh, this is a selected psalm. This is absolutely one of my favorites. Um, we're gonna pick up in. Uh, let's go to verse eighteen. Verse eighteen. Um in fact, verse 17, for the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. So in therein we see security. We see what God does for us. And these these Psalms, of course, are the Psalms of David's old age. And and we're going to find out why we know that. Um very shortly in this, the Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. The Lord knows our days. Now, do you see what that says? Okay, so he he gives us the security in regards to the fact that he he picks us up, holds us up with his hands. But then it goes to another level, and it said he knows our days, our days. He he knows. Our days, and that that's so uh, encouraging. It, what it does is it teaches us that he he cares about and pays close attention to the very details of our lives, down to the days and. A lot of folks, you know, they believe in God, they trust God, they just feel like God is somewhat removed from them in their lives. Um, but this psalm here teaches us that the Lord knows our days, okay? And then we move on, and uh, the Bible says in verse 19, they shall not be ashamed in the evil time and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. Uh, but the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord, I like that, the righteous, those that love and know God, even in the days of famine, shall be satisfied, but the wicked shall perish, the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs, they shall consume unto smoke all, they shall consume away. Verse Verse 21, something practical, I like good practical teaching about life and how we ought to live our lives, how we ought to conduct ourselves, how we ought to be as a person. The Bible uh, is extremely uh, is extremely relevant and practical in teaching us, um, you know what what how we should live, the decisions that we should make, and understanding that. I look at this next verse, the wicked borroweth and payeth not again. What does that mean, preacher? It means pay your bills. Don't, don't borrow from someone and not pay them back. It's, the Bible says it's, it's the practice of the wicked. It's what the wicked would be known for. It's what the wicked would be um, identified by. One of the ways of identifying wicked is those that would borrow, Not pay again. Uh, Psalm 27, or I'm sorry, 37, verse number 21. But the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. That's good. That's good right there. Um, The righteous, Christians, saved people, we should be known for our generosity. We should be known for our mercy. We should be known for our giving hearts. We should be known as good people. The Bible can identify good people. And good people are as such. They are a generous people. They are a merciful people. They are a giving people. And so in this verse, we see the contrast between the wicked. The wicked is a greedy, a selfish a consuming individual, so much so that should they borrow from you, they have a propensity to not pay again. But the righteous, on the other hand, is known for their giving. They're known for their generosity. They're known for helping to take care of others' needs. Okay? So let's go go further with this. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. And I love verse 23. Man, I love verse 23. This this ties us back to verses 1 through 7. Remember when we were studying verses 1 through 7 on Wednesday night of Psalm 37, and we see fret not, and but we see trust in the Lord, verse 3. Do good. Delight thyself also in the Lord, verse 4. Commit thy way unto the Lord, verse 5. And then verse 7, rest in the Lord. So if we do those things, we're merciful and generous. This Bible's teaching us, this psalm is teaching us how to live. So we trust in him, verse 3. We delight in him, verse 4. We commit to him, verse 5. Then we rest in verse 7. Guess what the result of that will be? The result of that is found in verse 23. The steps of a good man ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. The very steps. So now, do you see this companionship? Do you see this relationship? This is not a God that is sitting very high on the throne somewhere, far off removed and and removed from our lives. This is someone that that we have a a day-to-day ongoing relationship with. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. I'm trusting in you. Good. That's what I want you to do. I'm leaning upon you. Good. That's what I want you to do. I'm delighting in you. Good, that's what I want you to do. Commit to me. All of these things. And the result is, he knows our days. And not only does he know our days, our very steps will be ordered by him. That's how you can know the right decision to make. That's how you can know the will of God. Because if if all of these things enlisted in verses 1 through 7 make up your life and the description of it, then the result is going to be found here in verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. We delight in him, he delights in us. It's a, it's a fellowship and a relationship. Though we fall, we will fall. It doesn't say if he fall. Does it say if we fall? It says, though he fall. The implication is we will. He shall not utterly be cast down. So though we fall, when we fall, when it occurs, we're not going to be cast down forever. We're not going to lay there. We're not going to perish. We're not going to die. Because the Bible said, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. The Lord picks us up. With his very hand. Now, verse 25. I told you, I told you in the last lesson that there is a verse in this chapter. There's a verse in this psalm that is the theme or the reason that I'm I'm teaching through this psalm. And it's verse 27. I it's the psalm that gives us the, the, the verse twenty-five. I'm sorry. It's the psalm that gives us the key understanding that David is an, uh, an aged man at this point he's an elderly man or let me rephrase that we don't know that he's elderly we just know that he's aged here's how we know he's aged I have been young past tense there was a time when he was young and now am old so now he's old. And the Bible says, Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Been young, now I'm old, and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. God is always going to take care of his own. He is our Father. He is our Lord. He is our God. I have... I have took very seriously the responsibility of raising and providing for my children. The Bible says if a man not uh, care for the zone, he is worse than an infidel. Okay? It's not the government's job. It's not it's not the village's job. It's my job. It's my job to take care of my children. And I you know, especially when they were small and growing up. Um, that you know, and I was a single dad. I took it very seriously. I still do, but you know, they're older now, and um, I took it very seriously. I worked hard. I done what needed to be done. I felt like you know, I do. I have I, I, a lot of things I wish i would have done over, done different. I wish I could just go back. Sometimes, you know, when they were little. But I prided myself in taking care of my children. Well, this is our God, our Lord. He's our Father. Jesus is our brother. And like I tell you all the time, He has obligated Himself to take care of you and I. And He says, I have been young and now am old, and yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken? nor his seed begging bread. Alright, verse number 26, He is every merc- ever merciful, and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. And because of his goodness, because of his faithfulness, because of his love, because of his care, because of his heart and his desire towards us, we should depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. That's verse 27. Verse 28, for the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. Hallelujah. Forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved. There's your preservation verse. There's your security verse, your eternal security verse. We talk about being sealed unto the day of deliverance a lot um, or redemption a lot. We talk about the sealing up upon salvation. But look at this word that's used, preserved. To be preserved. That also means to seal. That's a different seal. You ever seen a seal put on a jar of preserves? And it kind of pops when it opens. Now, why does it why does it pop? Why does it the preserve make that little little popping noise? Because it's been sealed. And so the Bible says here, they will preserve forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. So we're identified by how we act, how we love him, how we respond to him, and how we talk. We speak and make decisions with wisdom as we draw close to Jesus. Boy, what a good psalm. What a good practical psalm. The Bible says the law of God is in his heart, none of his steps shall slide. The word of God, the law of God residing in our hearts. The Bible tells us in Psalm 119, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. That Bible teaches, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. Hide the word of God in our hearts. The Bible says here, verse number, the Lord, verse 33, the Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he was judged. Again, we are admonished to wait on the Lord, keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. So again, we are admonished to wait patiently on the Lord, Verse 35, I have seen the wicked in great power, spreading himself like a green bay tree. He's referring to how it does seem at times, the the wicked's prospering. Yet he he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I sought him, but he could not be found. Verse 37 takes me back to several years ago. I preached this uh, chapter in... uh, a church in the mountains and um as i was as i was preaching and uh, i finished up the messages one of the uh, one of the greatest i guess compliments that i've ever received as a christian as a preacher boy i hope the man was right uh, i had tremendous respect for this man i haven't seen him for years i, I believe he's living um Maybe back in the mountains. I'm not sure. Um, I do see his children, or just talk, speak with one of his sons on Facebook, son. But he um, he stopped by me by me at, at at the end of the service, and he he come and he said, "Preacher," he said, "Your end's going to be peace. Your end's going to be peace." and boy that's that's something we should strive for you know every every step of this life is not peace hey, if there's one objective, this is personal okay I'm gonna get personal with you whether it's life, church, friendship, relationship, family i there there's one thing that I pursue and it it's peace. And, and what that means is, you know, sometimes you're a peacemaker, sometimes you're not. But what I want, I want peace. I, I don't want strife. If I feel like somebody is a strifeful person, I, I don't want them around. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I, I'm not kidding about that. I, I don't want a relationship with them. I, I don't want a friendship with them. I don't want them in the church. If, if it's going to be trouble and a problem and fighting and never happy and walking on eggshells, I'd rather have 15 or 20 where we can have peace and contentment and joy and, and worship and learn the Word of God than, than 200 or 150 of a bunch of fighting and, or two-thirds of them. I, I don't want that. I don't, I'm not going to be around it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. Because one of the biggest objectives that I have, one of the biggest goals I have in my life for every aspect of it, is peace. Because this life is is oftentimes not peaceful anyway. You know, you, you live for God. You're going to have enough fight on your hands with Satan, with the with the devil, with the imps of hell. You're, you're going to have enough issues on your hands trying to rob you of your peace without me allowing people that that steal my peace in my life I don't want them in the church I don't want them in our church I don't I don't Now that being the case that being the case because we've got so many days that our peace is attempted to be robbed of us and from us, this verse should mean so much to us. Mark the perfect man. The term perfect here does not mean sinless. It means mature. It means complete, balanced. To mark would be to mark the outline of him, to trace it out, to see who and what they are and to take note of it and it says mark the perfect man and behold the upright that means to mark into at the perfect man look at the upright that's behold for the end of that man is peace and what paul what david's saying here is that our life might not be filled with peace a lot of times but our ending will be peace if this is how we've conducted our lives. Verse 36, But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. The Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Folks, this has been Psalm 37. This has been verses 17 through 40. I love the Psalms. Now I challenge you as we as we close this out, I challenge you to pray this Psalm this week. I've told you, every time we, we finish a Psalm, every time we finish a Psalm, we're, we're going to talk about this and... Um I'm going to I, I'm going to t- encourage you to, after we go over this psalm after we've taught this psalm, after we've discussed the psalm, I'm going to encourage you during your next prayer time to pray that psalm. So by praying it and I don't mean chanting it I don't I, I don't even mean memorizing it and praying it. I just simply mean read it in preparation for your heart to pray. And identify with David, identify with the psalmist, whomever is the penman at that particular psalm, identify with them and pray the psalm together. Okay? I hope you have a great week, great early part of your week. Um, Wednesday, we'll be back in, in Bible study in person and um just just great serving gods great loving god god's so good to us continue to pray for all of our needs and i love each and every one of you good night